0: Welcome to the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Bone. Thank you for tuning in. We're at episode 77. Hope everybody's staying safe out there. Be careful. And we got kind of quite a bit of talk to talk about this week. Even with everything that's going on in the fucking world, we got a whole bunch of new music, upcoming releases, a whole bunch of live streams that have gone down in the last week or so. Some ill shit being talked about, um, and some kind of standard shit, but let's get right into it. If you ain't checked it out yet, I dropped my review for Conway the Machines, Lulu, his new EP that he just dropped last week, that is up on the YouTube channel, um, so you go check that out, my review, dope EP from Conway, he killed it on that shit, um, not going to give too much away about it other than the fact that it is a solid listen. You should go check it out. But if you're on the fence, go peep my review that I dropped on it. And then we got brand new album from Blackistan who rolls with Army of the Pharaohs affiliated with Jedi Mind Tricks, that whole crew. And Stu Bangers, you might know Stu Bangers. He produced Cannibal Hulk last year with Ill Bill. He produced uh, Machete Mode with uh, Esoteric five years ago. And this is Watson and Holmes 3, The Case of the BPM Killer. This is their third installment of the Watson, Watson and Holmes series. This is the first one that I'm hearing. And this is a solid-ass album. Really dope project from Stu Bangers and Black Stan. Just grimy, boom-bap shit. Black Stand's killing it on this project. My favorite song on here is a song called Crawl Space with Lord Goat, formerly known as Gore Tex of nonfiction. Saw some wicked shit, horrorcore kind of shit. Really dope. Beat is grimy as fuck. I really love this project. 13 tracks with a couple, you know, intro, outro, um, skit here and there. 27 minutes. It's fairly short, but it's fucking straight to the point. Really dope. Listen, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to Watson and Holmes 1 and 2, um, just because I never listened to it, and this one's really good, I'm a fan of this shit, just that grimy shit like I said, Stu Bang is killing it on the production, per usual, you know, he's got new projects coming out with Apathy this year, Gore-Tex, Cannibal Hulk 2 is coming, Stu Bang is killing it, Black Stan, the only shit I've really heard from him is stuff that he's done with Army of the Pharaohs, you know, Jedi mind tricks, pretty much guest features. Uh, This is the first full project that I'm listening to of Black Stan, but fucking dope. Really good listen. I highly recommend checking that shit out. Speaking of Army of the Pharaohs, that whole click, Esoteric of Army of the Pharaohs, also of Zarface, 7L and Esoteric. He dropped a brand new track. It's up on YouTube. Not sure if it's gonna hit the Apple Music, Spotify's, and all that shit. But he dropped a track called "Stir Crazy," um, produced by one of the members of the Czar Keys who produces, you know, the Zarface stuff. Can't remember his name off the top of my head. But this uh, pretty dope little track here, talking about going stir crazy from being quarantined, from everything that's going on, going to the store, fighting over toilet paper. All that shit, seeing people acting crazy in stores. So, this is Esoteric going stir crazy from being in the house with his family going crazy from this whole quarantine shit that's going on throughout the country. Dope, dope little track. Check that shit out. Beats pretty dope on there as well. Them Zarkey dudes, you know, produce the Zarface shit. Production's always on point when it comes to that shit. Um, let's dive into some Juggalo-related shit. We got a new Ouija Mac feature. He's on Starve's new uh, song called Puke. Starve, I'm aware of him. He used to roll with Playboy the Beast and be on Playboy the Beast record label, crew, whatever the fuck you want to call it, murder music. That's how I'm familiar with Starve. So I've heard shit from him before. He has a group called Other Side. That's really dope in the same vein as Ouija Max, Suicide Boys. You know, that trappy kind of shit, angry music. This track right here, Puke, don't know who it's produced by, but this is a fucking banger. Starve fucking kills it on here. I'm a, I am like Starve. Starve's dope. I wish he'd be more consistent in dropping uh, music, but this track right here, fucking dope. Ouija Mac kills his feature on here. Fucking dope. Ill-ass beat. Love the bass on it. You know, that trappy, down south, heavy bass kind of shit. I love Starve's verse on here. He's screaming on here, rapping. You know, you got the double time flows from both of them. This track is really fucking good. It's getting me hyped for new Ouija Mac. Ouija Mac keeps teasing Resistance 2 is on the way. Before we're getting Wasteland, it seems like we're going to get this Resistance 2 project. I'm all for it. I fuck with Ouija Mac. Y'all know that. I've been giving this dude props for a minute now. And this track, he kills the feature on this shit. Puke. Really dope track. I'm looking forward to more Starve. I hope Starve starts putting out more consistent music. If not solo-wise with his group Other Side because that shit is dope too. I'm looking forward to more Starve shit. Definitely looking forward to more Ouija Mac. That track's fucking banging. Really dope. Check that shit out. And then we get a brand new Jay Reno project called Welcome Home. Jay Reno the Sadist. Um, he dropped a project with Badmind last year. Badmind, underground wicked shit producer, extraordinaire if you will. This new project kind of just came out of nowhere. I didn't see Jay Reno promote this at all. I might have missed it, you know, with the algorithms on Instagram and all that, social medias, but I did see him post this cover. It's up on everywhere uh, Apple Music, Spotify, all that. I only got not even halfway through the album, uh, just because I've been bumping that Stu Bang isn't Stamp project, but I got about six songs into this project. You got some of that classic Wiki shit boom bap on here. It was a track, if I remember right, kind of like trappy, dark, heavy bass kind of shit. But Jay Reno is the motherfucking man. I've been following Jay Reno for probably close to 15 years now. He's bringing the sadist back. He's got the intro Welcome Home talking about sadist, the voice in his head coming back. He doesn't want him back, but he's coming back. Welcome home from Jay Reno entirely produced by Badmind. Features on here from Badmind Labyrinth, who also did a project with Badmind last year, the super famous Funtime Guys who was Eight Legs and fucking blanking on the other guy's name, Whipstick. And then you got Staples from Bedlam and V Sinister. Just kind of going back to like that old horrorcore.com shit, pulling out features from that bag. I'm definitely looking forward to diving into this project more, but from what I heard from the first five or six songs, really solid. Great production for Mind as usual. Badmine hardly ever disappoints with his production. Fucking fire. And then we get some new shit from them lyrical snuff production boys. Insane Poetry and Scum, Make My Motherfucking Day, Triple MFD, They dropped their new album, Deadly Drug. I'm not a big fan of Scum. I do fuck with Insane Poetry. I might check this project out at some point. I would really like a new Insane Poetry solo album at some point. Um, I know he dropped one within the last couple years, but I think he's overdue for another solo project. But Triple MFD did drop their new album on LSP. Hard copies are available. It's up on all digital's. So if you want to check that out, do that shit. And then some more underground hip-hop. Away from the Wicked Shit Token. It's coming out of Salem, Mass. This dude's 23 years old. I believe I looked it up. He dropped his project um, between somewhere. Late 2018. Really solid project. But he's back now with a new track called Curfew talking about his girlfriend's 18 she got a curfew by 12 30 he'll be home by then um he needs girls to basically fill his ego it is really dope this track's fucking fire production is the same dude that did the production for the tracks that mgk and eminem were dissing each other on the oh my god ronnie you know that sample i know you might have heard that on people's tracks But this fucking song, Token, is so fucking dope. This dude kills it. Production-wise, everything, his flow, delivery is really dope. This dude is a dude I can get behind as far as a dude coming out of Massachusetts and just killing it with the bars, production-wise. Storytelling. You know, this dude's a really ill storyteller, unlike some other whack motherfuckers. Coming out of what, Massachusetts. But this dude fucking kills it. He's been put, putting it down for a while. And Token is fucking fire. I'm really fucking with this track. I'm sure he's got a new project coming in the works. At some point. Don't know when. He hasn't really talked about it on socials. But we got this new track. Really fucking fire. I highly recommend you check this shit out. Super dope. And then we get some news from Ala Zulilu. I know we've been talking about possible new albums from Ala Zulilu, um, which we'll get into in a second here because they did have some live streams. But they just put up these pre-orders for the Necronomicon re-release. We got a whole bunch of different bundles. You got a T-shirt, a sublimated jersey with the ill Necronomicon logo character, if you will. Um, I'm not a big fan of those sublimated jerseys. I know a lot of people are hating on them. They're not for me. I'm not a big jersey guy in general anyway. So to even really fucking complain about it, I shouldn't even because even if it was an ill-embroidered fucking jersey, I wouldn't even care for it anyway. But the main bundle that they did put out was Necronomicron on vinyl. If you remember a few weeks back, Billy Obey was teasing that there would be a Zool vinyl for 420. I speculated it would be Necronomicron. And here we are. It's coming out on vinyl for this 420. Fucking fire. I kind of question why we're releasing merch in this day and time. You know, this, this fucking time that we're in. Where you should be saving money. You shouldn't really be spending money right now. You should be preparing, essentially, for some apocalyptic kind of shit. You know, save your fucking money. But if you have money to spend then I highly recommend it if you never heard the Necronomicon EP this was before Lee Carver was part of the group it was just Billy Obey and Joey Black fucking fire really dope EP storytelling it's kind of like the Evil Dead movies if you remember the old Evil Dead movies with the Necronomicon book but we got the Necronomicon they smoke and they see and hallucinate and all sorts of type of wicked shit Really dope storytelling from Billy and Joey. Fucking fire. Um, I own the OG. I never opened it. I kept it sealed because it came with a fucking sticker that said warning, do not open. So, you know, them zoo boys are evil and wicked as fuck. So I took it at its fucking word and I didn't open that shit. So I'll be getting the CD with the vinyl because I did pre-order it. You know, I'm trying me personally, I'm trying not to spend money in this time. Because of everything that's going on. But when this drop had to cop it. Had to support them Zool boys. They just dropped a new mask as well. A new Forever Face 2.0. That they just dropped. It's like a gray and blue one. Dope looking. But where the fuck are them 2.1's. Billy Obey was talking about it on a live stream. Last week he said. This current Forever Face. That's for sale right now. I don't have a graphic of it. Because as I was preparing for the show, they just put it up and I just didn't take the time to fucking get the graphic ready. But um, the new Forever Face is for sale right now. He said it'll be the last 2.0 for sale for a while. And the next one up will be a 2.1, the new variation. That's fucking hype. I'm looking forward to that. There's two different variations. There's a Grunge Cake variation and a Bloody variation. Personally, I would rather the Grunge Cake. Um, over a Bloody. Uh, really, I would like a Vile variant of a 2.1. That Vile that came with the Church of variants was so fucking dope. That Gray and White. So fucking fire. But Billy Obey on live stream facebook last week talking about the new album will be coming out in october um and he didn't really drop any other news than that And he did tease that he was going to play a clip of a new song which ended up just being a fucking rick roll because he went live april fools but lee carver also went and did a facebook live from the Ala la Lu page talking about the new album will be heavily conceptual 12 13 songs i believe he said And the album will be produced by Slasher Dave. I have no idea who Slasher Dave is. I went and checked out some of his music. I did my Googles on Slasher Dave, looked him up, listened to his music, and this sounds nothing like a la Zulilu previously. Like, not none of that. Hip hop, boom bap sounding shit. I don't even know how to explain this kind of music this dude does. I just recommend, you know, suggest. You check out Slasher Dave. Just Google him. He has like a Bandcamp page. Probably got some shit up on YouTube as well. But it sounds nothing like A la Zulilu. And I would imagine maybe that's what they're trying to do. Maybe go outside of the box and do some new shit instead of trying to do some shit that sounds like The Almighty or The Church of Zul or any of their previous work that Boom Bap sounded kind of shit. But in my opinion, If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I love the sound that they rock. I love that boom-bap sound. You know, that dark, heavy, wicked shit. You know, I know for sure we're getting that wicked shit. But I'm questioning what kind of sound we're going to get. I'm hyped as fuck regardless because Zool is the fucking shit. The illest group to come out of the underground in quite some time, out of anybody, I don't give a fuck. Solo artist-wise, group-wise, Zool are the illest dudes to come out of the wicked shit scene in a long-ass time. The Almighty was an instant fucking classic. Said it before. Fuck it. I'll say it again. So, Necronomicon re-release. You know, it's the um, the underground series that the m e is doing. You know, they've re-released some Twisted shit, Gmo shit, A&B shit, now we're getting Necronomicon through the Underground series that m is doing. So go peep that. Hyped as fuck for Sunu, new a la Zulilu for sure. And then back to them Griselda dudes. I talk about these dudes all the time. And I got my review of Conway the Machines Lulu up on YouTube right now. I talked about it earlier. Check that shit out. But Westside Gun dropped. The cover art for his new project coming out. I don't know if it's an album, EP, whatever. But it's called Pray for Paris. This is the artwork done by Virgil. You know, Virgil, he's talking about, tell Virgil, right brick on my brick. That dude from the, what would, you know, they were rapping about on What Would Sheen Gun Do? He did this cover art. This cover art is fucking devastating. Ill as fuck. Y'all know I'm not the biggest fan of West Side Gun, but this cover art is fucking fire. I pretty much just wanted to talk about it because of this cover art and also because of the track list. He posted up a little preview of the track list. Um, He had it up on his stories, I believe, and you just had to kind of get a quick snapshot of it. And it's hard to read, but we got... Production on here from Mugs, Conway and Benny's on here. Production from Derringer. Joey Badass is going to be on this project. Joey Badass, pretty dope. Um, from what I've heard, Tyler the Creator is going to be on this fucking project. That's a surprise. I wasn't expecting to see Tyler the Creator, West Side Gun. But um, Tyler the Creator has a feature, and he also has a production credit on this album as well. Freddie Gibbs is on the album. Rock Marciano. Um, who else is on here? Wale is on the album. Alchemist, production by Alchemist on here. So, Pray for Paris. And now that I'm looking at his it, 12 tracks, call it an album, fuck it. I'll check it out. As I do with West Side Shit, you know, he dropped Hitler Where's Hermes 7. I think that was his last project. Oh, no, we dropped the one um, where it was recorded 15 years ago. That one actually sounded pretty dope. Never dove into it because I was still heavy on that. What would Sheen Gun do? Shit. But I'll check it out. I don't really have no expectations for it because I'm not a huge West Side fan. But the features on here are fucking fire. Benny and Conway, of course. Tyler's dope. Rock Marciano's dope. Um, Alchemist, production by Alchemist. Mugs. I'll peep it, but I thought it was just of note because I fuck with Griselda so heavy. The cover art. Let's look at the cover art one more fucking time. That shit is so ill. So fucking dope. Love that shit. So fucking fire. And the, the album is dropping on April 17th. West Side Gun, Pray for Paris, April 17th. And now let's dive back into some more Juggalo-related shit. Daddy X scam. Suburban Noise posted up on their Facebook. Uh, Let me pull it up on my phone because I can't read it from the screen because it's too small. If I could find it real quick, bear with me. I already fucking deleted it, but fuck it. Someone is out pretending to represent Suburban Noise and Ask Artists. To send them money so they can get them a record deal from Suburban Noise. They're saying this is not Suburban Noise. We would never ask an artist for money. Please uh, don't send them money or think this has anything to do with uh, Suburban Noise. We also don't think it has anything to do with X and it's someone pretending to be Daddy X because it's a fake Daddy X profile messaging these people. It's kind of funny that someone would make... Hey, Daddy X, fucking Instagram and message people to send money to get a record deal. Like, I know there's gullible people out there, but you should fucking know if you have any kind of common sense. If you're signing a record deal, you should be getting some kind of advance money, like some kind of money or, you know, something and not giving the motherfuckers money. Is it Daddy X? you know, I could sit here and pretend and speculate and, you know, let's just say it is Daddy X. That would be some funny-ass shit. Not gonna lie. That would be some funny-ass shit if this was Daddy X. Come on. After all the fucking fuck shit he's done with the whole suburban noise, calling Kevin Zinger out, saying Kevin Zinger was fucking his wife when he wasn't, you know, Daddy X's wife fucking left him at some point later. This, you know, Daddy X sold the publishing rights to Cottonmouth Kings. He owned all the publishing to Cottonmouth. And he sold it to like Cleopatra Records or some shit. You could see it on iTunes and Apple Music and all that. I'll I'll go ahead and say that it's not X only because Suburban Noise says they don't think it is. But if it is, this dude's grimy as fuck. But it doesn't surprise me. And it would just be another ill scumbag chapter in the Daddy X book, if you will. Um, But that's some wild shit. And for real, if you're an underground artist listening to this shit, you should know better not to fucking send people money for a record deal. You should be getting money. You should be getting some kind of advance, whether it be... You know, money to record your shit, equipment to record your shit, something. You know, I don't know how this underground music shit goes as far as record deals, but you do not have to pay to get a fucking record deal. Don't do it. Have some common sense. And shout out to Daddy X for being a fucking scumbag. All right. And then we got... Let's keep it in the Juggalo, Stratosphere, Suburban Noise... They used to do tours back in the day, the Strange Noise tours, Tech Nine, Commouth Kings. Tech Nine has his new album, Enter Fear, dropping April 17th, just under two weeks. It'll be less than a year since Nina dropped, which is fucking wild. Nina was such a dope album. It was a much needed dope album from Tech Nine. He needed a really good album to drop because Planet was trash. The Storm wasn't that good. What was before that? The Storm. Uh, special effects. I fucked with special effects. Something else. But And then the, you yeah, had those collabs albums. Dominion. Uh, whatever the fuck the other one was. I don't even remember. But I'm glad he's stopping those collab albums. And really just focusing on his solo stuff. So Enter Fear dropping April 17th. He also dropped the track list for it. Something I like seeing from this track list no big names. He is staying away from the big names. He stayed away from big names on Nina. I can't remember if he had any big names on Planet. I know he did on The Storm, Special Effects, something else, and albums before that. You know, he had Eminem, Slipknot, um, Jonathan Davis fucking Lil Wayne, T-Pain, 2 Chains, BOB, whole bunch of motherfuckers. But this right here, uh the biggest feature I see on here would probably be Flatbush Zombies, but I kind of consider them an underground group kind of on the same level as Tech9, maybe bigger. Uh, I'm not really too familiar with, you know, how on a scale of how big they are. I just know they're fucking dope. So it's really cool to see Flatbush Zombies on this album. And then he has Mercules on here. Mercules I would consider someone like, you know, same kind of stratosphere as like a Ritz. Something like that. Dude is dope. But outside of that, you got Chris Calico on here. King Iso on here. Jerry Robinson, who's a new artist. Mackenzie Nicole. And some people I don't even know. Lex Bratcher. Landon Fire. Marley Young. um, Screwface Gene. So, people I've never heard of before. But I like it. I like that he doesn't have the big names on here. Only because Nina didn't have the big names on there. I think the big feature on there was probably Jelly Roll. Uh, I'm trying to remember the other features on that album off the top of my head. But, I like... That there's no big features on this album. I hope it's good. You know, I wish he would take his fucking time and not rush it so fucking fast. That's been his big problem ever since Ever Ready came out. It took fucking forever. Forever Ready to drop. I remember getting down just after Absolute Power dropped. And that way from Absolute Power to Everready, seemed like fucking forever. There were release dates, got pushed back. But once Everready came out, and then like a year later, MLK came out. And then I think it was Killer after that. And then it was just Collabo album, Collabo album, album, you know, just repeatedly. And then it became like two albums a year. And then it became too much. So I'm hoping... He took kind of his time on this one. It's been less than a year since his last album, but he, since he does push out so much fucking product, at least we're not getting a collab's album even though there is a whole bunch of collaborations on here. Um I hope it's good. I don't know. Nina's becoming one of my favorite tech nine albums of all time. Love that shit. Really dope. So, we're just going to have to see. Fresh ass cover though. Really dope shit. I hope coming from Tech Nine. He did drop the video for the opening track off his album. And just gonna have to see. You know, I haven't heard one song, one song off Enterfear. Not one fucking song. Um, And then before we get into this new twisted shit, I wanna talk about a couple live streams that Young Wicked and Bones Dub did. Young Wicked did a live stream on Facebook. Somebody asked him about Young Wicked, the mixtape, volume two. He said he's waiting to make it better. It's done, but he's waiting to make it better. He's going to redo some tracks on there. He wants to make sure it's a dope project. I fuck with it. As much as I want Young Wicked and I've been pushing for Young Wicked, I'll wait. If he's going to make it even better than probably what it is, you know, he's talking about mixing mastering and all that shit, you know, his shit sounds fucking great now, um, he talked about mixing Twisted's new album, which we'll talk about in a second here, um, and then Bones Dub did a Facebook Live, he talked about second AMB single will be dropping April 17th, so we got a whole bunch of shit coming April 17th, we got West Side Gun dropping that day, Tech Nine, we got a new AMB single dropping that day. um, And they said there's one feature on the new Fatality EP, and it will be on this second single that drops. He didn't really hint to say who the feature was, other than the fact that there is a feature, one one feature on this project, and it'll be on this album. Third single will be dropping May 8th, and then I think the album, EP rather, is dropping June 1st. And he kept saying the pre-orders would be going up April 1st, but April first, the Necronomicon pre-orders went up, so maybe he meant May first. The pre-orders will go up for the new Fatality EP. I'm hyped. Bones Dub killed it on that Fatality track. Wicked killed it on the production. He killed his verse too. Can't fucking front. Um, but onto some new twisted shit. Let's pull up the graphic right here. Young Wicked said he was mixing Twisted's new album he said it sounds fucking great he said there's beats by him on there beats by Godsynth and beats by Fritz we talked about Twisted teasing their new album Jamie Madrox had posted a picture Um, apparently um, they're doing separate photo shoots because of this whole quarantine shit And I don't know if they're doing video shoots or whatnot, but we got this teaser right here. The new album is called Mad Season. Shout out to Robbie from Twisted History Instagram page. Keeping me up to date on the Monoxide live streams. There's so much shit happening in the underground that I can't catch every fucking stream. And I'm glad he's keeping me up on these Monoxide streams because sometimes them shits can be boring, With no info. And that was kind of the main reason why I fell off with these live streams. So much love to Robbie once again. For keeping me up to date on those Monoxide live streams. But apparently Monoxide said. This album would be 12, 13 songs. Um, It sounds like it'll be a surprise release. From what he was saying. They want to release it before this quarantine shit is over. Um, it say I think he said physical releases first, and then it'll hit digital. So maybe it'll be part of that Welcome to the Underground series that they're di- that they're doing, which is kind of surprising because you know with Generation Nightmare it sold so well, it stayed on the charts for fucking ever. They're just gonna drop this new album. I wonder if it's gonna be a actually it's probably gonna be a rap project because Young Wicked said he had production on it with Fritz and. God synth on it I'm just kind of thinking out loud off the cuff I got no more notes but 12, 13 tracks brand new Twisted album I don't know if there'll be pre-orders for it or what they're dropping too much fucking merch that's another thing like with this Necronomicon shit they're still dropping other merch we got the AMB release coming up this new Twisted album it'd be better if they dropped it on digital first and then did hard copies. I get why they would want to do it the other way around. Sell the hard copies first. Um, and then do it digitally. But regardless, we're getting a new fucking Twisted album. It's called Mad Season. Apparently they got new a new look for their face paint. This picture right here with the fucking hands. The three in the middle finger. Don't know what the fuck that means. It's gonna be curious to see how they're gonna be putting this together, considering this whole quarantine shit. They're not even together, they're at their own houses. Probably staying inside as everybody fucking should. And you should be fucking staying inside if you're not. You know, be fucking safe. But I'm hype for a new Twisted album for fucking sure. If it's anything like the singles that they dropped in the last few months fucking bring it on because those singles were all fire really dope shit I hope they're getting away getting away from that rock sound I know monoxide teased before they're gonna do that rock shit again with another album but give us a fucking rap album you know God synth got that fire Wicked got that fire all that shit but that's gonna wrap it up for me this week Thank you for tuning in. Much love. Um, and I'm Roland of the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. And until next time, I'm out. Peace.